Shaky Town Radio Hour is on the road to Riverside. This is Brody Foster Hubbard, alone again, naturally, and it's just you and me today, uh, riding to Riverside, Riverside DIY Print Fest. Uh, we covered this last year, and that's where I got to meet a lot of great people who I'm still friends with today and who I get to see this very day. People like Angela Chaos, people like Amber Garza, both of whom you've heard on the show. Uh, a couple people you might not have heard on the show. Well, you haven't heard them on the show. Annie Knight, um, Elliot Fong, you got to meet at LA Zine Fest. And Stacy Russo, who is wonderful. And I hope that she'll talk to us today. Uh, also, we'll be talking to some other vendors at Riverside DIY Print Fest. Uh, again, this is my second year in a row. I read last year uh, something which ended up becoming Fair Dig issue number one. Today, I'm reading some snippets from finished Fair Dig number one, uh, some snippets from the unfinished and yet to be published Fair Dig issue number two, and this project, which I'm not even ready to tell you about yet. It's just not ready for human consumption. Um, a couple people have had samples of it, some trusted uh, friends and confidants. Uh, it's a very personal work, and I'm excited to tell you about it when I, I know a little bit more when it's going to be finished. Um, last night, I was at Stories Cafe. Uh, there was a, an event for Grow, which is a, a book about DIY culture and about making one's living from one's craft or one's passion. And there was a great set of panelists uh, and a lot of discussion about the ins and outs of having that life be sustainable for somebody. I'm hoping to have some of the folks who are on that panel on our show. Um, the author herself is actually based in Brooklyn, so um, I think we'd have to catch her the next LA trip or the next time Shaky Town goes to New York, but the other folks are locally based, so we get to talk to them at some point. Uh, check out KillerFemme.com, that's K-I-L-L-E-R-F-E-M-M-E.com. You can find out a little bit more about Eleanor, the author of that book, um, and you can find out about the book Grow, and you can follow her at KillerFemme and find out if Grow is doing any launch parties, any sort of events, any sort of discussions in your town if you are not in L.A. Uh, where are you? Why, write me and let me know. Give us an email at shakytownradio at gmail.com. I really want to hear more from the audience. I really want to hear more from the people who are listening to this podcast. It's, uh, you know, entering its fourth year. We, you know, just recently had kind of an unofficial third year finale, kind of a wrap-up of what we had done the year previous, and, you know, we're getting ready for some new shows, some new interviews, some new things, maybe some changes that, you know, I've been kind of working on and tooling on in the, the shed for a little while now. Uh, it looks like we're going to be moving studios because my apartment manager is a jerk and I don't want to live there anymore. That's pretty much the reason why Shaky Town Studios is going to be moving. I am about, if I'm lucky, 45 minutes away from Riverside right now. 
I've got coffee. I've got water. I've got zines to sell. I've got zines to read. I have vegan peanut butter cups for Stacy Russo. I have cash money to make change if anybody is going to try to pay me with a $100 bill or something ridiculous. Actually, we're not going to be able to do any better than like a 10 a 20 maybe, if they're lucky. Uh, I have a banana. I have a Lara bar. I have hopes, high hopes. And I have a lot of excitement to bring you the second annual Riverside DIY Print Fest episode only on Shaky Town Radio. Judy, Judy, I can't stop dreaming about you. In my dreams, you're always asking about me and how I'm doing and how come I don't have a ride. Oh, Judy, Judy, I miss you, miss you, love you, love you. I'm here. I've just pulled up to the Life Arts building. Um, that is part of UC Riverside. Uh, inside the Blood Orange Info Shop is where the print fest is going to be. I am checking my hair in the mirror because I am very vain. Uh, I've got my bag of stuff. Oh, I have a like a picnic, a, a blanket in the back of my car. I'm going to use that for my kind of tablecloth. That's something that we forgot last time at uh, Claremont Zine Fest. And for that matter, LA Zine Fest. No table covering. Very important stuff. So I'm going to set up and then uh, we're going to talk to some people. All right. I found parking right up. Oh, I told you that part already. You don't care about that. Uh, pulled up in my own sensible Nissan this year, not a cool Mustang like last year. Uh, walked in, uh, Angela greeted me and my friends who are here. Who am I here with? I'm here, uh, Sarah Bitely with, I'm sorry, I'm like so... <laughs> Pimp Killa. Your thing is called Pimp Killa. Yes, my thing is called Pimp Killa. First time in Riverside, very excited, just got here, setting up <laughs> and sharing a table with my favorite zinester, Brody Hubbard. We got to share a table. We didn't plan it exactly. Like, actually, I forgot to plan it. It's been kind of crazy a couple of weeks. Um, and we're here now with a red and white checkered, I think gingham is what they call it, yes. pattern. Um, Matt's here, but he's going to go take a phone call. So you don't get to hear him yet. Maybe later. Um, Sarah, since you are more artistic than I am, you can probably better describe the room. What... What, what are we in here at Blood Orange Info Shop? We are, like, in an underground, like, do-it-yourself museum, it looks like, with awesome books yeah. and artwork from... Christopher Diaz. Yes, all from Christopher Diaz, it looks like. Uh, who do we have here? Zineworks is here, and Dress Yourself is here, um, um, Murder is here. Like right next to, we're like right next to murder. Perfect. Murder and pimp killer right yeah. next to each other. Murder does really awesome prints. Um, some memento mori stuff. Crows. Lots of good stuff. Hopefully they'll let us bug them on mic. Uh, be still my heart. Amber Garza has walked into the room. Elliot uh, also greeted us on the way in, but 
uh, you know I have to stop everything I'm doing and go say hi to Amber. So Sarah, we'll talk a little bit later. All right, sounds good, Brody. <laughs> so I'm set up. Uh, Sarah and I are set up. Her with Pimp Killa, me with Fair Dig. Um, already talked to a lot of folks. Here's Annie Knight. Hi, Annie. Do you want to talk to our Shaky Town Radio microphone? Sure. Hi, everybody. I'm Annie, or otherwise known as Mabel. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, uh, we met you last year. I met you last year. Who's we? I met you last year. They, the audience, didn't get to hear you last year, I don't think. So tell us about how long you've been doing Riverside Print Fest. It's four years now? This is the, it might even be the fifth year. Angela will know for sure because she's the main organizer. But yeah, um, and this is the second year we've had it in this space here at Blood Orange Info Shop. Got it. Yeah. So what are you uh, looking forward to this event? So I'm looking forward to all the zines, of course, and then we're going to have a reading here in just a little bit by six amazing writers, including you. And um, then we're going to be showing a documentary called DIY We're Doing It, which features local DIY artists and organizers. And you were involved in the production of that? Yeah, I was one of the co-producers along with my friend Maria and her wife Rianne. And um, so we worked together on that. Maria did all the editing for it, so she she did most of the work. But um, ZineWorks is featured in it along with the representatives of Girl Fair from Santa Ana and then also... Some folks from Long Beach who do, you know, DIY kind of feminist organizing. Very cool. And now your uh, zines include polycats? Polycats. And then I have some other one-off zines that are like short stories. A lot of them are based on dreams that I have. Oh. Now, where can people find your zines? Where can they find you online? So, um, you know, I... I'm kind of bad. I haven't uploaded my zines. That's kind of in the works. And so, um, but you can just hit me up on Facebook, Annie Knight, and message me, and I'll be happy to mail you copies of whatever you want. Very cool. Thanks so much for talking to us. Sarah, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm finally all set up. Cool. We have pencils. We have... Pimpkilla pencils and pens. And prints. For free. Yeah. Not prints for free, but yeah. pencils and pens. No, 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 yes. I <laughs> uh, have uh, Pimpkiller the Descent. Uh, you have the, the prequel. Right? Yeah, the prequel, Naomi. The first uh, installment of the Pimpkiller saga. The one written and drawn by yours truly. Um, uh-huh. It's kind of a collector's item. <laughs> <laughs> Just nice. But, uh, yeah, the new um, prints of Pimkilla the Descent, fully complete, and I think, in my opinion, a lot better than the first print. Awesome. Um, what are you looking forward to most today? There's so many aspects to these events. There's meeting people, there's readings, there's trading, there's selling. Um, what are you most looking forward to? I'm most looking forward to seeing what everybody else brought to their table and just kind of meeting other artists and creators and... Yeah, just meeting people is my favorite part of these kind of shows, so. Very good. Well. Ready to trade. Cool. (laughs) So we will let you know how that goes. Um, I'm wondering if we should bug Stacy Russo yet. She's setting up Wild Librarian Bakery. Mm. Let's. Bukowski muffins muffins by Wild Librarian Bakery. Yeah, they look awesome. I'll have to ask Stacy about that. We have some guests at our table, so we'll talk to them. Not on mic, though. That's, that's a little bit much to put on people <laughs> who aren't vendors. 
Hey, you, who came to the zine fest, get on the mic here. So Matt's trying to read and check his phone. I thought it'd be a perfect time to talk to him. What's up, Matt? Excellent. How you doing? Good. Tell us what you're doing here. I am supporting my girlfriend, Sarah Bightley, and her Pimp Killer comic, and I am currently reading a book from Harry Sachs-Solvin called The Interpersonal Theory of Psychiatry. It's a book I started about three years ago in college, and I've just been trying to finish it and figure today would be a nice time to just kind of dwell in some comics and catch up on some reading. Very cool. Now, how... Often do you come to these events? Anytime Sarah comes to this event, which is probably two, three times a year, I would say. Which ones have you hit up? Have you LA Zine Fest? We've done LA Zine Fest. We're doing this one today in Riverside. We've been to the San Francisco Zine Fest, and I believe that is all. Are you guys going to the next uh, San Francisco? We will be there, yes. Cool. I'm going to go as a, I may go as a spectator. Okay. We We will have the table set up and you will see me with a book most likely like I am today. <laughs> Probably the same one. <laughs> Probably the same one, yeah. yeah. Um, we have some folks at the table. We're recording a radio show at the same time. Feel free to interrupt us though if you have any questions. Um, uh, Matt, I was going to ask you what you like most of all the aspects of these kind of events. What do you like most? Uh, I like that it's a small group of people. I like that everybody has like a, a, a centered interest. It's not full bloom. I don't think it's like a, a, you don't sense like a, a, I guess an air of competition. Everybody's supporting each other. You know what I mean? Everybody's come out. Everything's fair. And it's just like a nice, close-knit group of people that are just doing something artistically that they love. And I really appreciate that because you don't really find that that much. seems like everybody's trying to outdo everybody. But when you come to this, it's everybody's always supporting everybody. Always got something always diverse and different. But everybody always appreciates that. It's never saying, you know, oh, this is different for me. So I've always... That's why I like coming to these things. It's always a different kind of world to see, and I like that. Very cool. Well, thanks for supporting, and Thank you. good Thank luck you. finishing your book. Maybe next year I'll be done. <laughs> so they just announced the readings, and it was my chance to... Well, we got some applause started for the readings. That was my chance to do the chant that I've desperately been trying to get a room full of people to do at a zine fest. Now, L.A. zine fest was a little bit too noisy and big of a room to get that going. Claremont Zine Fest was outside and spread out. But this room is perfect to get a chant started. Now the question is, what kind of chant do we get started? Can you say our side print fest? Like, will people allow you to abbreviate Riverside as our side? And that way we can get the amount of syllables in. Now Matt thinks maybe. I like our side. Matt likes our side. Sarah is not Totally against the plan either. Maybe just DIY, the letters DIY over and over again. Maybe that chant would suffice. We're going to try it, and we will. if it happens, we'll get it on mic. Here we are with Murder, M-R-D-R, and we are also with, which name do we want to go by here? Okay, it's it's bruised is the zine. Freeways collide, yeah. But Sarah, and you're Daniel. Hello, hi everybody. That's Daniel from Murder. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> um, let us start with from I'm I'm standing on the other side of the table, so I'm gonna go left to right. Daniel, I see devils. I see. Uh, the man with a mohawk. I see a grim reaper. I see memento more. I see coffins. Uh, tell me about your aesthetic. Tell me about your craft. Well, I'm 
really inspired by just death and how it's morbid and how it's really how people are not only against it but they want to keep on living life but really death is inevitable and I just want to like uh, let people know that not to not to worry about it it's just it's part of life it's the the duality of life and death what's your favorite Vanishes painting uh let's see there's a lot to choose from. Yeah. yeah. All of them? <laughs> uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> um, what, uh, you have patches, you have prints. What What are some of your favorite items here today? Uh, what we got here is uh, I just recently made a screen printing and raising hell patch that I just fell in love with as soon as I started printing it. But, um, yeah. On my web store, I also do t-shirts, and that's how I really started off, by doing t-shirts. And uh, from there on, patches and zines, and I love what I do. Cool. Where can we find you online? On uh, mrdr.storeenvy.com. Okay, great. Thank you, Daniel. Let's talk to Sarah. Let's talk about Bruised. And Well, first, let's talk about Freeways Collide. Okay, Freeways Collide is a collective that me and Lowell started back in 2007, I think. Um, we met online and we just started to put our art together and decided to just keep going. And that's where we're still at today, trying to make it. <laughs> I don't know, doing photography, art, art direction, um, etc. Uh, yeah, and then we decided to do Bruised. Um, about six months ago, and there we are now at issue number four. And what is the focus of Bruised? It's a photography zine, so it mainly focuses just, actually, it just focuses on photography. Um, first we started with just mine and Lowell's photography, but the newest issue has other photographers now. Um, yeah, that's about it, actually. Showing our photography to the world, I guess. Yeah. We have uh, merging oceans. We have bad people are demanding. We have landscapes with an E. Tell me about the... Landscapes or landscapes. Land oh, of course. And then we have the new Cataclysm AIDS, which was the first one, which is, I guess, the more punkier of all of them. Yeah. Everything else is very calm and quiet. Yeah, and then we have a couple of prints... One of Prince. Now, yeah. remind me, you're based in Los Angeles or Long Beach? Long Beach for now, yeah. Okay. We are in Long Beach. Yeah. What is, what do people, I mean, this is an L.A.-based podcast. You know, we go around other parts of Southern California. But, but and we had Angelina Elise on the show. She was, uh, she does the uh, Old Time Fest. Um, and she's living in Long Beach now. And she was telling us a little bit about the art scene there. What, what do people need to know about what's going on in Long Beach? This is the wrong person to ask. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I moved to Long Beach six months ago, so I don't really know much about You're the art. Still scene. discovering it. Exactly. I have. I don't know. I probably know more about LA art scene than Long Beach art scene. I think it's there, but I don't know much about it. So that's yeah. something we should. We need to do a Shaky Town Radio goes to Long Beach like investigator report. So maybe we'll do a zine fest in Long Beach. There you go, Long Beach zine fest. Something to talk about, something to think about. Well, thank you so much. Oh, and let us know where we can find you online. Oh yeah, you can find us at freewayscollide.com. Um, you have all the info there to get to Bruce, to get to our store, um, to get to our Facebook pages, Twitter, Instagram, everything. So freewayscollide.com. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank, thank you. you.
Sarah and Matt have been very kind to watch my zines at our table for extended amounts of time as I walked around, as I did the reading, as I watched other people do their readings. It's been really fun. Um, I have met some nice people. I sold a lot of zines. I'm really happy, actually, with how well I'm doing and got some trades in there, too. Um, It's pretty busy traffic-wise in and out here. Uh, A lot of folks are at the Zineworks table cutting out collage stuff, clip art stuff. Uh, I actually grabbed something from that table last year that ended up on the back of Faradig number one. And I actually found the piece of paper that it came from. You can see where I cut it out. It's still there in the box. Um, I want to, if she's available, talk to Stacy Russo. I'll tell you about her. Uh, she is a poet and writer, uh, librarian as well, uh, a baker, a vegan. She has these wonderful cupcakes uh, that she sells under the banner Wild Librarian Bakery. Uh, I, myself today, grabbed the On the Road chocolate cupcake. So good you'll skip work and head out on the open road. She has a wonderful uh, setup at a SoundCloud page. I want to say it's soundcloud.com slash Stacy Russo. It might be Stacy underscore Russo. Go to uh, our website and you can uh, at shakytownradio.com and find the link there. You can see her works. You can hear her works as she reads them. You can read, you know, she, she reads it. You can read along uh, the words of the poem. Uh, she read last year. That's when I met her. Uh, she read this year, right before I went up. So that was a hard act to follow, but uh, she's so good. Like her stuff is it feels like home to me. Like it it plucks a string that plays a note that feels like her and I have known each other for decades and decades. I only known her one year. But, and we've only seen each other a year ago and today, although we stay, uh, try to stay in touch, in contact. I've talked her up. It's time to meet her. So I already did your intro, so they know everything. Okay. <laughs> what do they know? <laughs> everything about you. Um, tell me about what you are working on right now. Um, actually, what I want to work on that's already in my mind that I'm hoping to start working on this summer is an entirely different project. And I want to do an oral history project where I interview women who grew up in the Southern California punk rock scene in the 1980s. And I want to ultimately ask them about how that impacted their life. You know, did it, didn't it? Um, how did it influence you later on? And I want to hopefully compile that into a book. So that's um, a big kind of project. And then um, I also am hoping to compile all the columns that one of my former professors wrote for the Progressive Magazine into an edited book. And I'm just waiting to basically get the contract from the publisher at this point. And I'm really excited to um, bring her work. Her name's June Jordan. I'm bring her work to everybody. And, um, but besides that, I'm always writing poetry. 
Um, I was talking to the audience about your baking and how wonderful and vegan, delicious, good stuff. Um, what is your favorite thing to bake for yourself to eat? That's a that's hard to answer. You know, I um, when I first changed from vegetarian to vegan, one of the things I was concerned about was sweets because I'm really into sweets a lot, and I was in this little bit of a panic mode. Now I realize that's ridiculous, but at the time, you know, I was like everybody else, I guess, and. So I started making the vegan chocolate cake that I still make now, and I was married at the time, and my husband and I both went vegan together, and we would make that cake every week. (laughs) So there's kind of a sentimental attachment to that chocolate cake because it's so delicious, and it was my first vegan baking experience, and it was great and everything. Um, But I kind of probably for myself to make something it would be more hearty maybe um, I make a peach muffin that I like and I sprinkle coconut on top that one's really good and um, I was just mentioning to someone here I just recently made a whole wheat cherry walnut one and that's really good so I kind of like earthy hearty things I think for myself <laughs> yeah. um, what the audience doesn't know about you that I do is that you are a fan of mixed martial arts Tell me about your favorite fighter. My favorite fighter, um, it may be not too exciting because he's maybe a lot of people's favorite fighter. But my favorite fighter is actually Anderson Silva. I just simply find him magnificent. (laughs) And when he's fighting, it's very exciting for me. Um, He almost seems like a dancer. And I love how, you know, this one fight... um, with Forrest Griffin, how he pretty much knocked him out when he was, um, Anderson Silva was like moving backwards, he punched him and he still knocked him out and I was like, oh my god! So whenever he's gonna fight, it's a whole thing for me. I have to go to the store, I have to get all kinds of snacks, you know, chips and salsa, beer and all that. So he's definitely my favorite, but um, I also like Clay Guido a lot. He's kind of like the wild man. I like him. I think he's really cool. Didn't he like live in a trailer and like go RV like go across the country for a while you know I think I did hear about that um that rings a bell with me I don't know the whole story but I think he's kind of more of this um every man and I like that Um, like this working guy you know (laughs) so that's very appealing to me So check out Stacy's work on the uh, shakytownradio.com we have the link to her SoundCloud page and uh well, hopefully next time you're in L.A., because I know you live in Santa Ana. But, yeah, hopefully you can come sit down with us for a full-length interview where we can dive into the, the past and the secrets and the stories. Yes, um, there are lots of good secrets, and um, I like to reveal them, though. <laughs> awesome. You'll be a perfect guest then. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> That's fun. That's fun. Here's one of Stacy's pieces. It's called Foods I Have Loved. Foods I have loved in 12 parts. One, an avocado sandwich with field greens on thick brown bread, Santa Monica in January, close to the ocean after the Beatrice Wood exhibit. Two, a buffet of vegetarian sides and elegant white ceramic bowls at the Marriott restaurant near LAX, before Krishna Das performed, before I knew the difficult times ahead before I knew my marriage couldn't be saved.
3. An apple at the top of Angel's Landing, the descent ahead, my hair long tangled. 4. My first falafel pita from the Middle Eastern cart near the free speech steps, UC Berkeley, springtime, $3.24, 21 years old, Kerouac, Whitman, and cigarettes in my backpack, the world open, endless. 5. Pizza and a hippie wrap, the window table for two, my mom eating with gusto in her blue velour shirt and denim cap, before the chemo set in, before she lost her appetite, before I knew we were counting down last meals that Orlando December. 6. The magnolia sandwich at that cafe in Cambridge, my head and heart full of ideas and life. 7. A Santa Barbara coffee in one gulp after the long morning walk from our tent to the beach and back again. 8. Saturday mornings of chocolate and ice cream in bed till noon. 9. The Mexican feast in Denver after walking all those winter blocks in my ill-suited California coat and shoes. 10. The half-cooked 7-Eleven burrito in the Hollywood parking lot after the Palladium social distortion show, co-mingled bites of ice and microwave heat, young, drunk, full of emotion. 11. Food from a cooler, my brother's boat, feeling timeless on the edge of the Gulf of Mexico. 12. In my cabin of books and cats, pasta in a heavy bowl that feels a perfect weight in my hands, olive oil, tomatoes, garlic, onions, simple and sustaining, what my mom considered healing food, what my mom said can always make you feel good what my mom enjoyed eating while pregnant with me in 1970. Yes, foods I have loved. You can find us on the internet at shakytownradio.com. You can Twitter us at at shakytownradio. You can like us on Facebook at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash shakytownradio. Send us an email at shakytownradio at gmail.com or call us on the Shakytown Radio hotline at 626-66-SHAKE. That's 667-4253. That's the same number. We are here with Elise, and what is what banner is your uh, your work under? I usually use Elise B. Elise B. Yeah. So step us through what you have available today at the table. Um, I have some some zines that I did uh, with illustrations and short stories, and yeah, the basis is just to make people smile with them, um, and then. I also have some zines by an artist from this studio called Tierra del Sol, and they're basically an organization that um, works with disabled adults and um, helps them with their artwork. Um, yeah, and free stickers and handmade earrings and pins. Very cool. Uh, can you tell me about this one called the Motherload? Sure. Um, I like to draw my mom a lot because she always sits in really awkward positions. And so um, it's probably like a year or a year and a half of just drawings I did of her. And then um, she wrote like a little excerpt in it. And yeah, 
And you have short stories of special creatures. Yeah. Um, these are actually like illustrations of dolls that I have made. And so it's just kind of explaining their story. Um, yeah, that's a basic. Very nice. And we can find your work at Etsy. It's Elise B. E-L-I-S-E-B-E-E dot Etsy dot com. What kind of stuff do you have up there? Some of the same stuff you hear for the table here? and Yeah, just prints and paintings and then other handmade stuff. Yeah. Thank you so much for talking to us. Thanks. Yeah. I am next to a lovely human being who I adore. Her name is Jen Venegas. Hi. I adore you too, Brody. <laughs> She's not a morning person. That's the name of her zine. It's an accurate description of herself. I have here six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. ten. Yeah, and ten. Uh, each of these issues tell a different story or have a different theme. Um, number nine is very personal. It's about a loss in your family. Uh, number ten is... Uh, about cats, beautiful cats that we all love. Uh, what are some of your other stories? Um, well, She's Not a Morning Person number eight is probably one of my favorites because I talk about um, going to Mexico City for the first time as a Chicana and um, really being able to see another side of my culture that I hadn't been able to, um, especially growing up in um, California in the United States. And um, I also talked a lot about some like addiction within my family and stuff. So it was it's it's personal and it's raw, but it was it's it was fun to explore, I guess. <laughs> now you also, in addition to, I think also in addition to, mean the same thing. So I just used a redundant word there. Uh, furthermore. <laughs> SkinnedKnees.net. What is this great blog that everybody is talking about? Um, well, I wish everybody was talking about it, but maybe they will be now. Um, so SkinnedKnees is my um, blog about um, body positivity and feminism. And then I post a lot of like pretty things too, like basically pretty shit I find on Tumblr. So... Um, there's a lot of stuff on there. I post outfit posts. I recap like cool events that I go to around LA, and um, including this, the Riverside Print Fest is going to be on there pretty soon. So keep an eye out for that. And um, yeah, that's my blog. Very cool. So we'll, we can find you on Twitter at Skinned Knees Net. Yeah. Um, we can find. Uh, she's uh, not a morning person. Where's the? Do you sell that mainly? Um, you can find it on my blog, or you can go to jenvenegas.com slash scene, and it's there also. So you prefer Venegas as the pronunciation, not whatever I said. Yeah. I didn't hear what you said, so... Okay, good. Maybe... Good. <laughs> I'll edit it out, maybe. Um, and Jen, what do you... Uh, I met you at last year's Riverside, and we've yeah. been near each other, near and dear to each other at LA Zine Fest and other events since then. What do you, what aspect of these print fest, DIY fest, zine fest do you enjoy the most? Um, I think in terms of the zine fest, especially this one, I really love how it's, um, it's smaller than some of the bigger ones, and so it's more intimate, and you can really connect with people. 
and um, it's awesome too because you get to see people that you maybe see like once or twice a year and um, see what they're doing and seeing what they're up to and so it's cool. Very cool. Well, I hope uh, next time, you're not too far from LA, so you're invited to come sit down and talk to us about whatever you, blather whatever about whatever you want on Shaky Town Radio. All right. Thank you, Brody. Thank you. Now it's our favorite part of the show. Amber Garza Corner. Hello, how are you doing, Brody? I'm conflicted, but good. Oh, conflicted. That sounds conflicted. Uh, Sure, that's okay. We were talking about writing earlier, Amber and I, and I did a reading, and Amber did a reading. I did my very first scene reading ever. It was wonderful. You did great. <laughs> Thank you. It was. Was it you? Were you nervous? I. You know. Um. I was a little nervous. Um. I don't know. It's. I have a weird where it's like I'm not really that nervous speaking in public, but like I. I would know. Stacy said something about this. Like, it's different speaking in public, and it's different versus putting your words out there, putting your writing out there. Yeah. So like that was a little, you know. A little nerve-wracking, a little different, um, but you know, it's over. <laughs> it's over. It's done. It's out there now. Um, how's the last time we talked to you on the show? You were starting work on a publication about house music. Yeah, I've I've written a little bit more for it, but um, I have. I would still say it's in the formative stages. I wouldn't say it's anything more than that. But um, I do have a really great. Uh, idea for incorporating audio into it, which I'm still developing, so I don't want to, you know, spill my secrets yet, but um, it's very exciting. So once it's done, I'm very excited to show you and for the world to see what it will be. What else generally have you been up to? Well, I went back to work um, at uh, in downtown LA and um, doing some legal temping work, and um, it just sort of really reinforces why I want to leave the practice of law. Yeah. Um, it's it's really interesting because um, you know lawyers are put up on this pedestal of you know they're so. Um, I don't know. There's this thing in society that they're like, oh, doctors, lawyers, those are respectable and amazing people. You know, like, you must be so smart. But what's interesting is, like, there's really, it really runs the gamut. Um, And the specific type of legal work that I do is, like, the grunt work of, you know, it's like the work that nobody else wants to do. And um, you really, it's, it's sort of like at this flashpoint where labor politics really gets into it and you see how exploitation works and you're like how can lawyers be exploited but they can let me tell you so yeah it's interesting i um i would also like to know if there's any like cool fun genre stuff that you has got your eye lately since we last talked uh let's see well i um i'm supposed to be writing a recap of defiance which is this new series on sci-fi um, I, I can't, it's kind of not great. So it's, it's very different than writing the Walking Dead recap where I was like, I couldn't wait to watch it. Um, but um, this is a little more painful. This is a little, and this is a, a little more, um, I really have to <laughs> force myself to do it. Um, but it's, it's challenging. So, but I, I, I'm also doing it sort of like, it's great because, you know, I, you know, I'm not getting paid for my writing right now. It's all sort of like this volunteer stuff. And so it's a really great way of um, 
exploring writing as a career and being able to make the mistakes that are going to go along with that because they're not paying me and I'm not expecting any money. So it's a whole other kind of thing. And as we wrap up and as Raymond Duran, our old friend, takes a picture of the two of us, um, what advice would you give for somebody like me who uh, is on the verge of a complete breakdown and... (laughs) No pressure. I mean, yeah. Let's just... uh, Well, you know, my PhD in psychology. Let me just bring that up. What's the most important thing to keep in mind? Uh, Most important thing to keep in mind is um, it'll all be okay. And um, you can only deal with today. Everything else... uh, you can't worry about things that have already happened, and uh, worrying about the future is futile because uh, it's infinitely mutable, and it can be changed, and so why worry about it? I believe these things because Amber Garza <laughs> says it. Thank you so much for talking to us again. Thank you for having me. <laughs> this show is going to help people. <laughs> My battery's running low, tables are being cleared, folded up, put away, all the awesome collage stuff. I didn't get to grab this year, but that's okay. There'll be next year and other zines for me to grab stuff. These categories, miscellaneous, love, death, and the devil, film, music, and art, the body, science, animals, and nature. Man, I just want to like take all of those boxes home and make a zine out of just all of that art. Um, oh, it happens too fast. It's, it's fun, and you're in the thick of things, and then it's over. And everybody's got to hit the road. Everybody's got to go home. Everybody's got to lay up in their bed and start reading their zines. And Based Bakery was here. They were here, or they were at Claremont when I was there, and I got some good things. Uh, as usual, there'll be pictures all up. Uh, I actually like to put those up on my website at fairdig.com slash blog, but you'll see some of them also on the shakytownradio.com page and where you're listening to this right now, perhaps. Uh, but you can also subscribe to us. Look up for our RSS feed. Uh, you can download us from iTunes. Whatever tickles your fancy. Um, thanks to Annie. Thanks to Elliot. Thanks to uh, Angela. Thanks to Amber. Thanks to Stacy, Jen, uh, the folks at Murder, the folks at um, Bruised, uh, Elise B. Um, yeah, just everybody was so great. It was a really wonderful event. I'm sad it's over, but I'm happy I was here. And I'm happy that you could come along with me. Shaky Town. So, until... You run out of staples on your long arm stapler. I'm Brody Foster Hubbard.